everyone and welcome to another episode of In My Drafts. Today I'm really excited to have my friend Camille join me in a conversation about how we like to live a more eco-friendly lifestyle. Although neither of us are professionals in this area, we do love growing in our knowledge about it. So today we are here sharing some habit changes that we have developed over the years that can hopefully be useful to some of you out there who are also interested in living a more sustainable lifestyle, but perhaps you just don't know where to start. Some of the brands and people Camille mentions on today's episode can be found in the episode description, so be sure to check it out. I hope you get excited with us about all things eco-friendly and enjoy the episode. Okay, so hi everyone. I have Camille here today. and Hi Camille. (laughs) We've we've got some um, nature sounds in the background that you guys (laughs) might hear. I hope the audio is okay, but we've got some geese that just arrived next to us. (laughs) and some birds in the background but here we go I think it matches the topic of today which is uh, everything eco-friendly and um, so Camille and I were friends from UVA um, from college and uh, due to the pandemic you know we haven't been able to hang out as much as last year but um, one thing I have noticed is um, your presence on Instagram, uh, specifically talking about some things that you have started to do or incorporate into your life that have become uh, more eco-friendly or just worked on um, lessening your carbon footprint, right? Mm-hmm. So, hi Camille, you want to say hi to everyone? Hi, <laughs> yes, hi, my name is Camille Lorenzana. I've been living in the DMV area for the last four, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say really my interest in having a more sustainable lifestyle really started when I was living in New York, but I stumbled upon this blogger called um, Trashes for Tossers. Okay. I hope I'm saying her her full name right, but she had just a bunch of like how-to articles and her thing was she leads a zero waste lifestyle. So like everything that is like in a mason jar yeah is like all of the trash that she couldn't figure out how to like repurpose or recycle yeah um so she puts it in a jar and so that's she Mm -hmm. at least for her like she has i don't know how long she's had that jar for but she's (laughs) yeah in one jar um so yeah so i started following her Mm. on instagram and then she opened up her own shop in uh I think she started doing pop-ups in Brooklyn and then she had her first like brick and mortar in in Brooklyn okay so that I was following the opening of that store and I visited and I I bought a bunch of stuff there and Mm -hmm. I actually think that's when it really started for me because seeing a store where it supported you switching to that lifestyle yeah it just made it easier that everything was in one place yeah I mean there's like other you know stores that you can buy like Amazon probably has a ton of it um, but just seeing everything in person, yeah. like mm-hmm. it was very tangible and the people that were working there were pretty resourceful. I forget when her shop opened. Maybe it was like around 2017 time frame. I was actually looking back to see when I started following the account because yeah. it shows in the messages. Cool. Um, yeah. So I think it was around the time frame. Okay. And then ever since then I would start, I started looking at ways to swap things here and there, but yeah. it was definitely a gradual over time. Yeah. It totally. wasn't like 
I switched everything in one go. Yeah, for sure. I think, so when we were talking about this a little bit earlier, I was also trying to think, was there like one moment when I decided I'm going to make all these changes? And for me, kind of similarly, my influence was someone online. Um, but I think it was, it was YouTube. It was like a British uh, YouTuber who talked about a bunch of different uh-huh. type of stuff. I forgot her name. Madeline... Oliveira, I think, actually. Oh, the geese friend. <laughs> Hello, geese. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're so close. It's okay. But, um, but, yeah, and so she started talking about sustainability with, like, clothing, which was one of the first things mm-hmm. that I, I started looking into. And then just, like, uh, got deeper and deeper into the topic with other videos. And I was like, okay, like, maybe people are paying attention this, to this for a reason and then I think it was a BuzzFeed video once that you just reminded me of that had someone do the same thing where they tried to put all of their like trash that they made in like a month uh-huh. in just like a jar which yeah. there are other people who are, do better than a month in a jar yeah. which is like this girl that you're talking about is probably like wow. a whole year yeah. or something <laughs> yeah which is mind-blowing but um but yeah so I thought this concept was was really uh different and interesting but I was like this is so hard to approach right yeah and so um I don't know like something I wanted to hear from you was uh if you had to talk to someone who like is interested in taking some first steps in doing something that that could be better for the environment like what kinds of things do you like to bring up or do you think would be useful for them to know about like assuming that you know all they really know about is like okay I need to recycle you know, and yeah. that's all they know, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough question, especially with the pandemic. Mm, I would, oh man, for like, sure. take out food, for example. Yeah. That was really the only option for restaurants. Yeah. Um, you couldn't dine in, so you had to use their containers. Right. And you couldn't bring your own containers. Yeah. Because of fear of COVID. So one way I approached it during the pandemic in terms of food mm-hmm. was I tried my best to tell the restaurant like in the notes or when I called in to mm. not include utensils as okay. much as possible. That's a great tip actually. Yeah. So that was the one easiest way I could approach that. Mm-hmm. Even though, well, some restaurants still didn't follow it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so I would try to accumulate the, the, the utensils. So then maybe there's like another place that I could use it. Um, so I didn't necessarily throw it away. So okay. maybe I could use another purpose for those um, plastic utensils. Yeah, so we use them. Um, I would say just look at the things that you have and just see if there's anything that you think are viable to swap. So like for me, the first thing I looked into was well, water bottles are probably one of the easiest things you can swap to. But I'm trying to think of like, so I... I have a pretty consistent like skincare regimen, mm-hmm. so I use a lot of those cotton rounds. Yeah, the w- reusable ones that you can wash? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, have I haven't tried reusable. that yet, okay. but I'm curious about it. I have the reusable ones. Okay. Um, yeah, they're pretty easy to take care of. So that was one swap that I thought of doing a few years back that I still constantly do. Mm. And, and do you know, it's okay if you don't remember, do you know where you found this product? Like yeah, it was from the... So the store that Trashes for Tossers oh. opened up, so the store is called Package Free. Oh, cool. So that's where I first saw those. So then I, okay. I so I bought a few. Um, I'm trying to think of like other easy sauces, but it really, I think it just really depends on your, on your lifestyle. Like if you True. drink a lot of like coffee or tea, maybe look into like a reusable cup. Right. <laughs> um, although I know right now also because of the pandemic, it might be hard to bring those cups, like reusable cups to stores. To stores, yeah. Um, you brought up, um, 
you had like a, I think it was for Earth Week, a post with a few examples. And one of the things that I took from that, cause, and I had it in the back of my head for a long time to get them, were the reusable straws. Oh, yeah. Specifically the <laughs> yeah. boba straws, because yeah. maybe it's been like a pandemic thing that I've noticed that just like the popularity of boba has gone from like what I thought was already pretty popular to like even more extremely to, yeah <laughs> to where you go into like a boba shop and they're like sorry we're out of boba or what I don't know like all the time oh that has happened so yes. right <laughs> so um we got the reusable boba straws because I noticed I started going more for boba and I was yeah. like I'm always using the straws here even though I have decreased my use of use of like just plastic straws in general yeah. where I like I don't I just don't have it to you know drink a drink at a restaurant or whatever yeah the boba straws were always hard because they're mm -hmm. so specific. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that was a good one, I thought, um, for me personally, fitting my kind of, like, lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. Um, being yeah. someone that gets boba a lot, so. That one's been useful. I will say the hard thing about bringing reusable stuff around is cleaning it after. That is, like, really the challenge. Yeah. And then especially for guys, so, like, for girls, I think it's easier, or I guess people who bring bags, it's easier for them to bring all these like reusables but mm -hmm. what about people that don't like to bring bags with them and they just use their pockets yeah. so like yeah. how do you accommodate for that do, do you just make them bring a bag right <laughs> so they have all these reusables right yeah so that's definitely also another challenge at least for me like when I use a straw then I'm like now what what do I do with right. my straw you gotta clean it somehow <laughs> yeah. you gotta get those little like some I think the ones that I got the boba straws came yeah. with like a little cleaner uh like a like a long stick with some I don't know what you call them. The little fuzzy things at the oh, end that like, you can use. Pipe yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But now I have to get used to like using that to clean my straws yeah. and changing my habits. So something I've struggled with kind of similarly uh, with my family has been getting them used to, you know, getting taking the bags into stores, like reusable bags. Mm -hmm. So now oh, I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. well, get used to having them in your car and then slowly reminding them to bring it with them into the yeah. stores to yeah. then like, you know, and then after you brought the groceries at home, like put it back to in your car. Back, yeah. So it's like little habits that take a while to change for sure. Um, but yeah, that's kind of been a challenge that I've yeah. I've kind of run into with uh, with my family. Yeah, but. definitely. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. At least for me, I have to, I try when I leave my apartment and this is, hasn't happened really during the pandemic because we've been home for the most mm -hmm. part. But at least before, I would always try to bring my reusable utensil set oh. <laughs> wherever I went. Yeah. Um, so that that meant I had to bring a, a bigger bag to accommodate yeah. for it. But I mean, it was fine because every time I don't bring it, I always need it. <laughs> yeah, that's something I've thought of a lot. And I yeah. have yet to do that to bring things with me yeah. um the other day i tried to bring like one of my reusable straws because uh -huh. i was like i know i'm gonna use it um i actually didn't end up using it but i was like this is this is a weird <laughs> item to have in your purse you know <laughs> but it is like one of those habit changes that you realize like actually you could run into this a lot especially yeah. for like traveling now that you know hopefully i'll be traveling again I did start bringing reusable utensils with me on those for sure because if I was eating out in the streets or something I, I always needed like to use their plastic forks that right, they had right, available right. Yeah. so I really liked that hack which I hope to use more in the future but yeah yeah they do have like the more I found in the same store the package free shop they have like a mm -hmm. foldable spork <laughs> cool okay you which, make it small which like fits in, a, in anyone's pocket yeah so that, that was cute. like one thing that I bought I was like okay I can use this 
when I'm traveling yeah. or when I'm not carrying much, but I still want something in case I need yeah. it. Yeah, and it's not bulky. Yeah, so. it's not bulky. Yeah, yeah oh, that's small. good. That's so good. There's, there's a lot of, yeah, so there's a lot of items that you can swap out. It's just a matter of what is your it just depends on your lifestyle yeah you can go really extreme and like go that zero waste mm -hmm. lifestyle which i think it just well a it depends on your lifestyle but also it depends where you live yeah for sure other cities support that kind of lifestyle a bit better in my opinion 100 percent. i mean if you can do it like totally go for it yeah it's up to you and i think whatever swap you make is still going to make a difference yeah down the road what you said about the depending on your location um reminded me of the first time i went to san francisco uh -huh. i visited my cousin there and that was the first time i ever saw a city that had um, not just trash cans outside but also always next to the trash can they had like a recycling uh, mm -hmm. bin and they had a composting one and oh. and like I just had maybe it was just standing out more but I noticed that every time we went to eat somewhere and if we were going to take it to go the containers that they were using were they all said compostable oh, and then awesome. so it was great because then I was like and now I can toss it in the composting trash bin or whatever right, right, right. you know yeah. and I was like I've never seen a place that had composting bins out in public yeah. um who knows how well it's used and how well it's processed or who takes care of that yeah but um that i think maybe that was one moment where i did start thinking more specifically about composting yeah and i was like why don't we see that more on the east coast and then that was a couple years ago so this kind of leads me into my next topic that i wanted to bring up with you um a while back you posted something about composting in your apartment and uh -huh. like using yeah. the freezer yeah <laughs> and I literally had never thought about that so just backtrack a little to explain this to people who did, maybe don't know a lot about uh, composting but the first thing I thought composting was was using like an outdoor space which a lot of people do um yeah. like a, either a, a tumbler or a designated spot in your backyard where they put a bunch of their compostables and then just like it just sits there and does whatever but that's not true like you have to um properly turn it and you have to like have a right balance of the right um i think they call it like greens to browns balance where it's like you need to include let's say you're throwing in there <laughs> hello geese <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say you're throwing in like your produce that you know scraps yeah. but then you also have to throw in like leaves and other yes. stuff and so I was like this is like a science lab and I and I was so <laughs> overwhelmed because I was like I don't know what to do and when I brought the idea up to my family of trying to use those like enclosed tumblers instead yeah. um they were like okay what if this attracts like rats and yeah. raccoons and all that so then I saw your post and can you explain a little about what you do with the freezer in this situation? Oh, yes. So I also don't really know when I started composting. I think I started randomly looking up. I think I noticed that the trash can that we had in my apartment got really stinky a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, what? Like, what is causing it? And I was like, it's probably the food waste. Mm -hmm. So then I don't, that might have been when I started composting, but I started looking up if there was a composting facility in Arlington and there was one called Earth Products Yard okay which was like a drive and luckily I had a car so I was like okay it's like it was like a five ten minute drive okay not bad so what I do is um which is not different to what I used to do but mm -hmm. I'll just describe what I do now so I use basically any like container that's big enough for any like food scraps and 
I store it in the freezer so it doesn't stink the apartment. <laughs> yep, <laughs> um, important. And I don't know like when I go to the composting facility. So if I'm not going that day, I just kind of store it in the freezer. So mm -hmm. I kind of let it accumulate until there's I no more space to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to clear up space in the freezer. Yeah, it's um, like laundry, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I've I've used like all types of like containers. Right now, I bought this like new trash can that has like its own composting bin. Oh, cool! And it comes with you can buy like composting liners. So I've been using that also. But before, I would just use like random like Tupperware yeah. <laughs> to store yeah. of food scraps. And you can even use, I also use like old Ziplocs that I don't use. I just reuse okay. the same Ziploc. I'm not yep. sure how safe that is like in the long run, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I so I just, I just use whatever containers I have at home or okay. any bags. Yeah, so then once it's time to go, I just drive to the composting facility and okay. then I just dump just it in like there. this, there's like multiple like composting bins okay. and I just kind of dump it. They have signs that say like don't <laughs> throw out the following or okay. else like you're gonna get fined. Oh wow, <laughs> okay. Things like that. Because uh, you can't you can't throw yard waste okay. in those bins. So it has that to be sense. like food. food. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. It's, it's pretty cool. simple. I kinda just throw it in. And then if you have like let's say I used a plastic bag that like I don't really wanna use anymore. Mm -hmm. Or I don't I don't wanna reuse it. They do have like trash cans on the side. Oh nice. It. Okay. Yeah. So you can leave that. So there. sometimes cool. I do have to resort to using it, but for the most part I try to use like reusable containers for my food scraps. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Pretty easy. Only and I would love to compost in my apartment, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And so <clears throat> I saw that uh, idea that you put up about the freezer and so I started looking into what like how could I do this in my own house because yeah. um, the outdoors option was not going to work out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, so similarly I looked up to see if there was like a composting center nearby and there is one that's like about 10 minutes away from my house in the city of Fairfax and it technically is only it says online that it's for residents of the city of Fairfax. Does anyone check? No okay. it's literally so it's literally a, an outdoor space it's not like an indoor building or anything yeah, yeah. and they have maybe about 10 of these big like what looks like regular trash um, garbage bins that you would yeah. leave on on the curb of the street yeah but they're with like compostable huge compostable bags lined inside okay. and you come and you toss your your scraps there however this one does it a little differently where they provide you little bags that are compostable and you can throw it in there closed up oh, okay um but what i liked what i liked about the city of fairfax composting center like website is that they had um a list of things that could be compostable and that you could drop off at this place and I had no idea about some of these like for example um, I guess it makes sense now but like pizza boxes so I used to think that pizza boxes were like I put it in the recycling recycling mm -hmm. but because it's been soiled with food you can't recycle it properly yes. so it's technically it's cardboard right so yeah. it actually is compostable and mm -hmm. so whenever I go drop off my composting um, usually there's like, like a few of the big bins. I open them up and there's a bunch of pizza boxes in there <laughs> or just like other takeout containers that are cardboard. And I'm like, this is mind blowing. Cause it's such a huge, uh, common item that yeah. I feel like people just throw in the recycling, but yeah, it's like, yeah. you can't actually recycle it. Yeah. So that was something I had no idea. And then also like, um, random, but like the lint that you get from your dryer uh -huh. that you have to clean out, apparently that's compostable too. And you can throw it in there as well. I had no idea, but now I include it. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> right? You got to look at these lists, but like this list was specific to this composting center. I mean, okay. like you can throw this, you can't throw this kind of thing. Okay. Um, oh, the Arlington County one isn't as comprehensive. Okay. It's just kind of like a bulleted list. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can take what you get, right? What you can get. But, um, but this was cool. So I thought this was a cool idea for people who are like, yeah, I'd like to do better about like reducing my trash. And I definitely have noticed that it makes things a lot less stinky. Yeah. <laughs> and like my family has even been like, yeah, we definitely have less trash now. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, when I take my compostables, it all fits into like, like a little brown paper bag kind of thing. Like uh-huh. it actually doesn't seem like a lot. It's just all been packed in there, right, right. but truly like it does make a huge difference with your trash. So, yeah. Yeah. I also find myself throwing out my trash a lot less. Mm-hmm. Like I would go for maybe two weeks until I have to throw out yeah. my trash for my apartment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good trick. I like it. And, and then for me personally, what I used to um, store it in the freezer, um, I did buy this like silicone or like a uh, little bin that fits really perfectly into the um, the little, what do you call them? The spaces in the, in the freezer door when you open it up. It's got yeah. these little like... Um, shelves that's the word i'm looking for (laughs) little shelves and it fits in the shelf perfectly and then you can just easily wipe it down if anything got dirty or whatever but i do line it with these um compostable bags that they uh that they provide at the center so yeah Yeah. i'll get you some bags (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah they're always there like i've never gone when where there were no bags Mm -hmm. and then right next to the little composting bins they have like a community garden which is it's cute oh yeah okay i know (laughs) Fancy. They go hand in hand. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they don't really keep like. There's no way to keep track of who goes there, so I don't know how they can keep track of like just the residents being the people to use it. But maybe yeah. it's a little secret that hasn't like exploded yet. But I've been I've been using <laughs> this place, so um, I'm sure there's like more composting centers out there that we just don't know about. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, for sure. So my um, kind of last segment, I guess, I wanted to talk about was things that you have identified that you're interested in incorporating in the future because kind of like we've mentioned it seems like this uh journey towards becoming better about decreasing your carbon footprint doesn't just go from one extreme to the other right it takes a long time and it takes habit changing Mm -hmm. and um so you know for me i've identified a few things that i would like to get better at in the future one of which that you brought up was like using those reusable cotton uh like makeup removers is like a small example um but like what are some things that you've identified for yourself that you kind of want to get better at that's a great question (laughs) because i am trying to look for more ways to make that like quote-unquote sustainable sustainable swap Mm -hmm. so i guess right now Maybe I could just kind of list off what I have so far. Yeah, that'd be great. What I'm trying to do next. Mm -hmm. So actually, my phone case is compostable. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's called the Pella case. Um, So that's compostable. So this this was a more recent swap. I would say last fall was when I bought this. Um, so that's been cool. Of that. I haven't yeah. tried to like compost this. Yeah, <laughs> but, no. you, but you can also send it to them directly. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And they you, can properly get yeah, like disposed of it. If you don't have like a composting facility mm, or, yeah, or if you okay. don't compost at home, they'll take mm. it back. I think it's free to send it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. um, I think food has been my, I think food and I would say, well, the beauty stuff is really only the the cotton the cotton like pads i was talking mm-hmm. about i must say food reusables have been my longest term 
swap, I guess. And I like feel those, like that's those one of the started. first that people think yeah. of too. Especially like back in the office when we had to, um, I started bringing reusables mm. and then pe other people noticed around me. Yeah. So then they also started bringing their own utensils yeah. um, to that's work, cool. which is Became great. a trend. Yeah. <laughs> Trendsetter. That's cool. Yeah, which is great. Um, Maybe like, um, what about like hygiene products in general? Because that's one that I just remember that I've started to try to get into as well. Oh, man. The hygiene one is actually pretty hard for me because okay. I have pretty sensitive skin. Ah, okay. Yeah, so I I, I go to my dermatologist, so I kind of just use their products. Sure. Um, even though it hurts to <laughs> to have those yeah, bottles. No, I, I would I, love I to try it. like all the more sustainable swaps for hygiene and like the hair products. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just have like very specific needs for that. So yeah. I haven't really done the full the yeah. full jump yet. And that's a good example of like tailoring it to where you are right now in your life and like you, what changes work for you, right? right? So yeah. for someone who has sensitive skin, definitely like you're not just gonna straight up jump into like the all natural products and then you're like right. okay crap this out. is not working <laughs> <laughs> something i tried yeah. uh about a year ago was the um shampoo bars like oh, uh yeah. the solid ones because it for me it worked out for like travel right instead yeah. of having to like pack all these liquids it yeah. was just like a solid bar i think i just have to explore more types to see which ones that i like because i thought for me i was like yeah but i still feel like i need a, a good conditioner yeah, to like yeah. make it soft and that part yeah. i haven't figured out yet but i did like the shampoo solid bars especially for traveling um oh, that's i haven't tried that one yeah okay. that, that's a cool one to look into um Another one that I started with, maybe kind of related to hygiene, but like before I used an, an electric toothbrush because my you know, uh, dentist kept saying you need to use an electric toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. But before that, I tried to switch to um, compostable toothbrushes. So instead of like oh. the plastic, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. holder, they were like these bamboo ones. Mm -hmm. And then um, they give cute examples of how you could use it after it, it was done. Even the bristles were compostable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so what they did because they were cute and like bamboo. So then when you're done using it, uh, they had little pictures of like pl potted plants, and then the toothbrushes were like stuck into the potted plant and then used to like label what it was on the oh end it was actually really cute like aesthetic <laughs> but um i was like oh okay like that's something different however the caveat was that it, it did come in plastic packaging <laughs> so that is the most ironic thing ever <laughs> so i was like maybe i won't actually keep doing this and th since then i've switched to um an electric toothbrush but oh okay um so i'm not buying toothbrushes anymore but um like that's plastic so ones too yeah i know but you know maybe steps right yeah, yeah, yeah um so yeah beauty is one category um another one i think you lightly talked about on i guess on instagram was like the clothing swaps yes, so yes. i'm not super into this yet and that's an area where i want to go into more with um swaps with like thrifting and stuff but can you talk about your experience with that yeah so that's the one that i've been working on okay. is building a more like sustainable wardrobe mm -hmm. which is really hard i think for multiple reasons personally for me i as a petite person, mm -hmm. I find it hard to find clothes that, well, maybe this is for everyone too, but for me, I, I always have to tailor mm, clothes okay. or I kind of just like make it work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the, that's the difficulty of buying it secondhand. Um, yeah. And especially in the last year, I haven't really had a chance to go into a thrift store yeah. to really look that at things because that would, that would have taken all the guesswork out is to try it on. Um, but I go to um the secondhand like poshmark is one that i constantly check mm -hmm. yeah yeah i started ones. to look into it mm -hmm. um and i just asked a lot of questions okay <laughs> 
And I really, what kind of questions would you ask someone? I usually ask for specific measurements and then I look at the fabric content. Mm, so part smart. of like switching to this more like sustainable wardrobe, people always say, and I, and I also agree with it, like your most sustainable wardrobe is the one that you already have. Okay. <laughs> so try to like use the ones Reuse that you it. have as mm -hmm. much as you can. Yeah. But it also if your style changes, like you have every right to to yeah. you know get new clothes to fit your whatever taste you like in terms of fashion yeah you won't necessarily have the same fashion that you did when you were like a teenager and you've yeah. been holding on to your clothes from right then, you know <laughs> like if it still yeah. makes you happy like that's fine yeah but if it doesn't make you happy anymore then you should change it too yeah um so yeah so i asked for fabric content and yeah so i say that's part of being having a sustainable wardrobe is because um washing your clothes that has some sort of like especially like polyester mm, okay. um, releases like the microplastics which oh. doesn't really get caught as you know like in the washing machine there are there are like certain things out there okay. that can kind of trap those microplastics um, but for the most part, they release the, those microplastics into the water, oh, which like I there's like studies of like, which I still this. need okay. to look into it. There's like studies of like microplastics, like leading into the oceans, which yeah. like, gets into animals. Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, wow. so I try to avoid, um, like polyester as much as I can, mm -hmm. although that is really hard to avoid with active wear. Yeah. I um, bet. Mm -hmm. and like maybe some type of like underwear, like bras, like use a lot of, um, polyester. Okay. So, that's tough. So I, I try yeah. to just like use those wash bags. There's one called Guppy Friend and um, it's like oh, $30 maybe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you, you kind of just put everything in that bag and mm -hmm. it supposedly like traps all those like microplastics. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I use a couple of wash bags, but maybe they're not for the same purpose. It's just for like smaller or more delicate yeah, yeah, yeah. items. Yeah. But I wonder if it does the same thing, but okay. I think it's um, the Guppy Friend one that has like a tighter mesh. Oh, so is... I think less... Of those like microplastics yeah. get through. I like the name. Um, yeah, Guppy <laughs> Guppy Guppy yeah. yeah. So I asked for fabric content because I look for the more like natural fabrics, okay. like silk, cotton, tensile. Oh my gosh, I'm, like like you know the other fabrics. But yeah, just like more of those natural, like plant-based fabrics. Cool. Okay. Um, I do avoid like viscose and rayon. <laughs> yeah. Just because they don't really wash well, they yeah. tend to shrink a lot. They have a really yes. nice drape but they shrink yeah, a lot and they're very sure. uneven. Yeah. Um, but if you if you get those secondhand, I'm sure you'll get it like for a great deal. So maybe it's fine if you like yeah. the item. So I asked, yeah, measurements, fabric content. I, I'm really annoying with questions. So I ask a lot before I buy. <laughs> but that's okay. Like yeah. you're the customer, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is good to hear too. Cause yeah. I, I honestly haven't looked into this whole clothing area of being more eco-friendly. So this yeah. is good to, for me to learn too. Yeah. yeah. So measurements, type of fabric, how long they've had it for. Okay. And then sometimes if I really want to know if they're the first owner, cause sometimes mm. they have resold it. Mm. Or, or they bought it from someone who was selling it so maybe they're not the first so yeah so that's the Good clothing and the clothing is like a whole it's a whole thing yeah i'm like very interested in it there's a lot of things that are happening in terms of sustainable fashion i will say the one thing that's really tough to figure out is like all these other more common big box brands so mm -hmm. think like h&m uniqlo and like yeah. all this other stuff they throw those like it's called greenwashing where they say it's like sustainable mm -hmm. or like regenerative they just throw all these like, like keywords and it's like are you is that just for marketing yeah or are you really embracing those um 
uh, those ideas those yeah those ideas yeah into your brand hmm. it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to believe it when you know that like ethically how they treat their you know like yeah. the workers doesn't yeah. really match so For that's sure. that's my struggle so i'm trying to find more um brands that do embrace that and they have like the transparency like they have right proof yeah that they are like treating their workers fairly they're actually sourcing their their like fabrics you know well yeah <laughs> yeah but i yeah. think one of the struggles maybe that i can think of with that that some people might think is like okay well then i have to pay more money right, yes. <laughs> right exactly um but i think it is good to note that um with something like with thrift shopping and hopefully now like you know if, as we head into a post more post-pandemic stage uh people feel more comfortable with like thrifting and, uh, yeah. and going to shops and everything again but um there are there are ways to be able to incorporate little changes in your life that hopefully shouldn't make such a huge difference in like your budget and everything but for sure um sometimes I wonder about that too where I'm like okay well I know I'm gonna have to pay more money yeah. um in order to be better to the environment but sometimes um investing in some things I think in the end pay for themselves you know oh for sure it just depends. So I think that's why, at least for me, for secondhand shopping, I normally look for specific brands. Mm. I've actually never done it where I kind of just look for an item. Like, let's say I'm looking for a black dress and I kind of mm -hmm. just look at the entire list of yeah. black dresses. I look for a specific brand that's just because smart. those are brands that I already shop at. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if I can find them secondhand, I already yeah. know the brand. And, and you know your size there. in them too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's smart. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then for, for stuff that I buy new, I try to support brands like smaller businesses mm -hmm. and then like huge plus if they're like minority owned yeah um, for sure women owned mm -hmm. yeah yeah so there's there are stores out there they're not getting like as much visibility out there but there's this whole like community at least on instagram yeah of like ethical like hashtag ethical otd <laughs> otd <laughs> yeah. love it yeah ethical so, otd I, I follow some of those um some of those bloggers that kind of embrace like ethical like sustainability which is cool because it, it gave me a lot of ideas of other brands that I should watch out for. Although I haven't really like purchased from some of the things they recommended because they are kind of expensive. Yeah, pricey. So I do but, you know, tend to pick and back. choose. Yeah. yeah. Are there any specific ones that come to mind that you want to share? Or give them a little um, shout out. Uh, so, well, one that I've been shopping at more, well, the ones I've had in the last like few years. I purchased from them new and also secondhand. It's mm -hmm. called Veta Capsule. Okay. V E T T A Capsule. And they release capsules periodically where each capsule has about five items. And they say that these five items, you can wear them like 30 different ways. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So technically, you can you have live tons off, of outfits. Yeah. You yeah. can live off these five items for at least a month, like in different variations. I love that, especially yeah. for people who want to travel, travel. lightly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will say the one thing is like the sizing could be a bit more inclusive. Mm. Um, like for petites, it's not as friendly, like some of their styles. It's kind of hard to, to, at least for my body type, but other people like love, they, they buy the entire capsule and they just love mm. it. I, I haven't tried buying this. an entire capsule. I've tried like, one or two items mm -hmm. and i do like the items that i have so that's one and they it's a woman-owned company and nice. they um, try to do natural fabrics as much as possible 
you do have some polyester, but I think it's recycled polyester. I don't know if that's like better or worse, <laughs> but it's a start. Yeah, it's, it's a start. Somewhere. Baby steps. The whole yeah. theme of this is baby steps, yeah. pretty much. So that's one brand. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that I I recently bought some stuff from a company called Backbeat Co. Although I haven't gotten it, so I probably should not. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything to report in it, but that okay. one's a Filipino-owned brand, and oh, they cool. use a lot of they use hemp. As one of oh, their wow, okay. materials for t-shirts okay which i didn't get to try but i tried some of their or i bought some of their cotton stuff so yeah. I, will, I could report back to see if yeah if they're good yeah um, but i was like really drawn to the fact they were filipino yeah like, oh it's may it's apam like yeah. i should support them too yeah that's awesome so uh kind of to wrap things up um anything else that you would add that are things that you kind of like want to dive into in the future so I would love to. I would love to compost at home. Mm -hmm. There's actually um, the same company that made the compostable cases. They just came out with um, like this com composting like machine Ooh, <laughs> called Lomi. Okay. Aww. I'm not gonna back it yet. Yeah. Uh, right now it's on the one of the. Um, it's similar to Kickstarter called Indiegogo. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they're happen. on Indiegogo right now, trying to get some funding. So okay. They can, start production yeah but that one i'm kind of excited for i kind of want to wait and see mm. if other Reviews. other people can try <laughs> yeah. it first before i do it yeah but it uh what did they say in the website i think they said it's it's kind of a small bin so it's okay. good for like apartment dwellers or anyone that has like a tiny home mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh it can compost like within 24 hours wow it's a pretty quick it was a really quick turnaround and that's okay. their longest setting and i think they have like shorter settings if you want a quicker um wow and then you can you use it. that yeah and you can use that although i think if you do the quicker one it won't be as like nutrient rich that makes sense compost okay so that's cool because they are um the compostable utensils are also mm -hmm. you can put those in there too that's cool yeah. i had never heard about this so yeah. that would be something that i would definitely so need because i don't trust myself with the whole like science like have a good balance with your browns <laughs> and greens thing and <laughs> don't attract any animals or anything I yeah cannot, but that's so that's cool. so that's one that i'm looking forward to i'm not going to buy it yet but i think i'm looking forward to it um yeah getting better over think. time mm -hmm. and then maybe other companies will do their own version yeah and then hopefully that will drive the cost down yeah <laughs> yeah we'll see because it's a it's about like four hundred dollars which wow, is a bit okay. a lot as i have the we have the composting programs like in yeah. our county so and those are free yeah so i think i can take advantage of those right right now right maybe something like this like this machine would work out really well if you know if had if it has good reviews and everything would work out really well for people who could then like use what they compost and use it like soil and and i don't know for their plants and the, yeah. the whole like plant yeah. um hobbies and everything yeah. you know for me like um i'm not like a huge plant person but i could definitely see someone like my mom who's like always been super into plants <laughs> and everything loving this type of thing yeah, yeah um maybe for like i don't know like a christmas gift or something but um yeah, that's cool. It's cool yeah. to know about it. Okay. So yeah, so that's one. And then I think the next one is really just being more conscious about my clothing purchases. Yeah. That's been really my weakness, like for the longest time. Cause I like, Guilty. I like, <laughs> I like buying clothes yeah. and I think I've gotten better over time as to being, well, more selective and just being more conscious about where I'm getting my items from. Yeah. So I think I kind of want, I want to keep doing it. And then I want to keep supporting like businesses that are being transparent about how they like manufacture yeah. clothing and they like 
produce like high quality clothing too. Yeah. So, so I want to like seek out and also support those kinds of businesses. Hopefully they fit me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I kind of, I kind of want to keep moving towards that kind of like more sustainable wardrobe. Yeah. It is really hard because I know like there are some certain styles that are hard for me to say no to. But um, I do ask a lot of questions when I when I buy something. That's good. I'm glad you went into that too, because I yeah. I wouldn't have known like where to start either. I haven't explored this whole clothing area as much, so. Um, so that's yeah, cool. yeah, and I really have to thank like all of the Instagrammers um, and like bloggers that I follow because yeah. they're the ones that introduced me to these brands. Yeah. Otherwise, I would not. I would not have known about it. Yeah, there's yeah. good ways to get good influences. I think with your social media too. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. I think those are the two. Um, the compostable stuff the Lomi is like definitely like in the future future yeah yeah <laughs> but I'd say right now what I'm working on is really the closet um love it building a more sustainable order love it yeah. um and then last thoughts on like words of encouragement or for anyone who's like interested in uh kind of getting into um making small changes in their lives and yeah I'd say um just use everything that you can so this includes like food waste I try to minimize your waste mm-hmm. I think reduce is really gonna be I think the hardest but also the most effective way of reducing your waste mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack of a better word mm-hmm. so really try and find ways to reduce your waste I think will make the biggest impact reusing stuff uh, would be also like if you have like containers like so for example like Arlington County stopped picking up glass recycling. Oh, really? Um, I think, I don't know what their reason was, but I'm probably assuming it's because it would just break in transit or it's maybe too heavy. Mm. I'm not really sure, but they stopped picking it up. You have to drop it off at a certain site. Oh, like who's going to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Only really dedicated people. Yeah. Like I'd probably do it when I'm like doing my composting. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, if it's convenient. yeah, Yeah. So I started repurposing those glass bottles into other stuff. So yeah, so that's one thing. If you can reuse stuff into other things that would be more useful for you, mm-hmm. that's also a great way of reducing your waste. Yeah. Um, and nowadays, I yeah. think it is nice to Google something really quickly, and you can see how people have reused things. Oh, yeah. Right? So yeah. you don't really maybe have to be super creative, but like you can see how other people have done it, and yeah, then it exactly. like, takes that stress out. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely but, ideas out there, and you can get also really creative, too, if you want to, although yeah. I do understand not everyone um, can think of ways like that. So. Yeah definitely use the internet if you yeah, can for sure for inspiration for sure i think you and i both have it sounds like we've both gone to the internet a lot for yes. inspiration and um you know neither one of us ever started like as experts in this or like had any background in this um but like have slowly found our own way to start making small changes and things um, yes and i think that bodes well for anyone like literally anyone could try to um find what ways work for their lives and um yeah it doesn't have to be that hard yeah (laughs) definitely just even making one swap I think just makes a maybe now it doesn't feel like it makes a big difference but Mm -hmm. it really does it will down the road especially when you think about like how many times you let's say like a coffee cup Mm -hmm. like if you if you tend to order a lot like once a week and you Mm kind of add up how many times you would throw away that same cup yeah versus if you just had one reusable like that really adds up and then if that's just you thinking it probably someone else is thinking the same thing and what if they made that same swap too right so it's really a chain reaction because i've heard also some people are like oh like well if i'm just one person or a group of people like i'm not going to make up the difference right it's like 
yes, it might seem that way, but, but you're not and the only one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other people are probably also thinking the same thing. Yeah. I hope. Corporations also definitely have a stake in this. Like they probably should be more cognizant of how we can, how they can take back the waste that they yeah. <laughs> created in the first place with their yeah. products. So it's definitely one part. Um, that's probably like another topic in itself. Yeah. But in I, terms of <laughs> yeah, I'm like thinking of Starbucks. <laughs> heavily yeah yeah yeah. so they're they're definitely like they have some blame into that but definitely like as an individual i think you have a lot of power Mm. in what you can do and if you can inspire other people to do the same that's really powerful yeah so just make that one change you don't have to make 10 changes overnight just make that one change and then maybe the following month when you're comfortable make another swap yeah it's how you keep things like actually realistic and uh, sustainable for yourself too yeah Yeah. definitely don't force it if if it's not working for you either yeah love it cool well thank you thanks for coming here today in in the outdoors um you know (laughs) (laughs) they definitely left yes they got bored (laughs) um but this was cool and it was cool to hear um hear from you and and your experiences with you know, approaching this. And, um, I feel like it's, it's always cool to talk to other people because you can swap ideas as well and kind of oh, get yeah. excited about it and be like, okay, well now yeah, I'm like going to lint. Yeah. <laughs> you know the lint. Yes. You got to look up the list of compostables, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this was cool. And I hope that this can be useful for anyone out there who is maybe interested in this, um, or doesn't really know where to start. Um, or for people who have already started making some changes in their lives, but, um, just get some new ideas and new inspiration from this t- um, topic. So, Thanks for coming, Camille. Thanks, Andrea.